hello, welcome to another episode of Fresh Perspective where we take another look at life. This, this podcast is especially designed for the odd ones, the different ones, the ones that like to see life a bit differently. Today's topic, how to avoid an F-up, create a bright future and be part of a winning team. Right, easy, easy, straightforward, easy to do topic. <laughs> But um, I just want to, like always, just try to give you a bit of a different view on, on certain aspects that I'll discuss during this, uh, this little show. Okay, let's get into it. So, do you get excited when you think about your future? You know, our relationships have a direct impact on how bright or dark our future will be. Or it will seem to us, you know, not just in our minds, but... In re reality, um, this means that one of the best ways to build a bright future is to build better relationships. Uh, you can engage better with life, you can have more confidence, and all of these things when the relationships that really matter to you are healthy. And healthy does not mean perfect. Healthy does not mean conflict-free. We, we actually need conflict to help us create strong relationships. So. For example, if you think back on all the successes you've had in your life so far, uh, the faces of the people with whom you had meaningful relationships will pop up in your mind, people that were involved in that. Um, if you think about the hard times in your life, you will also remember people who added to these hard times or might even have been the cause of the hard times. So those relationships either worsened the hard time or actually created it. But you will also remember people who helped you through these hard times. And all of these are about relationships, people. Right, so we can only build healthy and strong relationships if we know how to stay connected during conflict. I'm not going to go into this too deeply today, but um, this includes the relationship you have with yourself and with God. But today we'll focus on your relationship with your partner. So the way you talk to your partner represents the way you see your partner. So let me try and explain what I mean. Have you ever had a huge fight with a friend that actually ended up to be a good thing? You know, that the fight make you realize how important this friend is to you. My guess is uh, this was determined by the follow-up conversation you had. Right, you had the fight and then you had a follow-up conversation. Um, and the follow-up conversation was very different from the, the argument. You know, there was a lot more honesty, curiosity and trust. Uh, the second conversation is what turns the conflict into something that actually strengthens your friendship with the person. So th that second conversation, we can actually add it and uh, the, the elements, the, the fiber of it, what makes that second conversation so special into conflict, into the initial conversation, into let's call it the argument. So uh, there are three things that help us do this, that help us talk to one another in a way that deepen and strengthen our relationships, even when we have conflict. 
these help us actually stay connected when we disagree. So it helps us to be and stay connected during the conflict. And if you um, listen to the last episode, this is how we get to the love and resort, love and respect resort, instead of the asshole town or yes, it all door. Okay, so if you've if you've been following along over the past few months, you might recognize these three elements: beliefs, thoughts, feelings. Today, I want to show you how to take responsibility for these and and control these elements in order for you to communicate differently and improve your relationship. So I will start with with feelings because this is the part we are usually most aware of when it comes to conflict in our relationships. Right, so feelings can cause a big F up. Here's what I mean. If you don't know how to engage with your feelings, it will make you fight, flee or freeze. You'll go to your most primitive state and behave like an animal, to be very frank. And if you've had conflict, you know what I mean. So when animals feel threatened, they fight, flee or freeze. This is a a survival instinct. You know, it's instinctive and it's unconscious. And we do the same thing. Here's how I believe we can change that. First, identify your emotions. I've written about this before. I've talked about this before. It really is a great way to not create a big F up. Now the triple F. (laughs) The fight, the flee or the freeze. So anger, sadness and fear is what creates the fight, flee or freeze response. But when you understand that beneath the surface of these emotions, anger, sadness, and fear, you actually feel something very different. For example, lonely, or unappreciated, or misunderstood, or whatever. Um, When you understand that, you change the way you engage in the conversation. And, okay, secondly, use your breath to be present. When you feel the big F up approaching, immediately start focusing your attention on taking deep and slow breaths. You know, keep keep your eye on the outcome. This is the last thing. Keep your eye on the outcome. Remember that at the end of the conflict, you want to feel a deep sense of love and respect. Do whatever you can to end up in this space with your partner. The love and respect resort. Um, I know you have a lot of drive. We all do. The problem is that uh, we usually focus this drive, this energy, this motivation on being right. Instead of being happy. Instead of going to the love and respect resort. So one of the best ways to do this is to slow down. Slow down, talk slower, and allow long, long pauses between sentences and responses. Slow down. Okay, so talk slower and don't respond or, or speed up the conversation by, by just responding immediately after a sentence or leaving no gap between your sentences. So that's the feelings part. Now let's go to thoughts. Thoughts can trigger tantrums. Feeling can, can create that 
big F up, thoughts can trigger tantrums. So stop making up stories about why your partner behaves a certain way. Instead, because that's guesswork, right? So instead, become the most curious person on the planet. <laughs> Imagine that what your partner is saying is the most interesting thing you've ever heard in your life. Ever, ever, ah, ever in your life. Most interesting thing. When you do this, your focus is on, is on understanding and validating your partner's viewpoint. Even if you do not agree with a single word. If you are curious, you will understand. If you understand, you will learn. If you learn, you will love. Understand, learn, love. If you don't understand, figure out different ways to learn more, to discover more. That can help you understand. There's actually, um, this, you know, there's usually only like one reason we struggle to understand. And, and that is that we are impatient. We get impatient when our partner says something that we don't understand. And then we, you know, like that, we go back into the feelings that create the big effort. Anger, sadness and fear. But rather, be patient with your partner and help them to figure out how to say what they want to say. Also, be patient with yourself. If you need to hear something 10 times, and 10 times slower, that's fine. It's worth the extra effort. And actually, it saves a lot of time and effort in the long run, once you start to know how to do this. So we're getting back to slowing down, right? So if you make truly understanding your partner a high priority, be that curious person and act like this is the most interesting thing you've heard in your life, it will change the meaning and purpose of conflict in your relationship. Right, so that's feelings and thoughts. Beliefs. Beliefs can break you. Here is what I have discovered to be the best thing you can believe about your partner. Believe this with every fiber of your being and it will transform your relationship one day and one bit at a time. You need to believe that your partner is on your side. That's a, it's huge, the impact this has. Believe that your partner is on your side. This belief creates trust. And if you trust, you can avoid the feelings that create the effort, as well as the source um, that can lead to tangents, you know, the thoughts. You, you don't have that, that, um, that source in, in terms of your thoughts that, that can lead to the tantrum. If that makes sense. Okay, so... Both the feelings and the thoughts change. So, we usually believe that trust takes time to build and, and can be destroyed in a moment. I, you know, I understand what people mean by this. I understand this viewpoint. But I believe we can trust instantly. And, and I don't mean that we have to be naive. But when it comes to your partner, you can trust whenever you want to. I really mean that. You can choose to trust. If you believe that your partner is on your side. If you doubt this, you will not be able to trust. And it will affect you first and the most. And obviously then your relationship and then your partner. So if you don't believe that your partner is on your side, you will focus on protecting yourself. 
hiding mistakes and concerns. To put it another way, you will become disengaged and dishonest. If you don't trust, you cannot show your true feelings. If you don't trust, you won't be curious. You won't work hard to understand your partner's point of view. If we believe that our partners are on our side, we will treat them very differently and maybe they will feel like they belong, feel like they have uh, an important role to play and become the best teammate we could ever wish for. Okay, my friends, I hope I was able to unpack that for you. So it's feelings that create the F up, thoughts that can lead to tantrums and beliefs that can break you. Focus on those three areas, those three elements. You can control those. You, have, you can take responsibility for those and see what happens to your relationship. See what happens to the conflict and the conversations you have in your relationship. All right. Thank you for joining me once again. Remember, if you change your mind, you can transform your lives. Okay. Oh, how did I say that now? If you change your mind, you can transform your life. I think I said lives. <laughs> uh, you can transform your lives as well. If you're a cat and you have nine lives, you can transform all of them. All right. So all the cats listening, there you go. Change all nine your lives. Anyway, much love. Bye, bye, bye.